Alright, hey. So uh welcome Whiskey Friday Podcasters. Hey, we we wanted to get a little uh extra um show in this weekend because we're doing the guys trip, we're doing the golf trip. Wanna give you guys a little recap of our day, because I know most of you guys were all excited about about uh us going playing thirty six today. Um, in reality we didn't get thirty six in. I think we got what, thirty in? Maybe I think we missed six holes. Yeah, about six. I think we missed 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 5, so 31. So um, we went to Sedona and played at Oak Creek and uh, just awesome, awesome golf course. Greens, Matt? Well, some of the best I've ever played on. Yeah, some of the best. Yeah, great speed, receptive. You know, control the golf ball into the into the green. Yeah. And, uh, had a little trouble uh, figuring out the break. I was gonna say the break. I couldn't control shit on the green. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm talking about approach shots. Like yeah, you were spinning the ball. I was watching some of your balls into the green. They we, were. We stop. saw Rob. Um, I I saw Rob personally. Five of his long putts came up like within 12 inches short every single time and it was just it was one of those days for rob where his putting wasn't on but his his approach up to the green was perfect yeah could it i mean i mean how many uh six with three putts yeah (laughs) six three putt six three putt like come on yeah so i i I did drain that like i don't know yeah you did something like that you did you did so matt um over here Started off where we were like, "Hey, he's one of us again," <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden he became mad again, and he was like, "All right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be with you guys. I don't like you guys. I'm gonna be better." <laughs> You're beneath me. I think he started with a triple double double. Yeah, triple double double, but then uh, shot nine over for the day, or yeah. was it eight over or seven over? No, I think it was it was eight or nine over. Was that a par seventy? Can anyone remember what that said? I think it's a seventy-two. So if it was yeah. seventy, and you shot a seventy-nine, right? No, I shot. I was in the. Oh, 80s. eighty. That yeah, right? 80, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was an eighty. So he I, shot an I, eighty. I know, so I know. I was even on the back nine. Even on the back I nine. I tried to forget the God, back nine. So the day I shoot even on any hole <laughs> is awesome. Yeah, bogey that last one. No yeah, it, going into it. Yeah, that, that it was. Um, but it was a good day. Matt had a good day. Um, obviously, he started off rough, and then then he got his uh, shit together. We had a good battle in our uh, scramble. Though. We had a good battle. Um, so we play. We all played just regular match play between the four of us. Um, whole uh, stroke or stroke play. Stroke sorry, play stroke play game. for the first um, eighteen, and then we uh, jammed over to Williams. We met. We got our tee time in. Um, we were able to play one through ten, or one through eleven, and then we decided to jam ahead to seventeen and eighteen because um, Rob here, Patriot Rob, has played Elephant Rocks in Williams and said sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen are the best holes in at the course. They're just fun. Yeah, you know, and so. When we got there, someone was on 16, so we decided to go to 17. 
and it was getting dark anyways. We, I mean, we barely made it. So we shot 16, se- or uh, we shot 1 through 11, and then rolled up to 17, 17 played 17, 18. So 17 is a downhill, uphill par 5. Great hole. Probably one of the funnest holes oh. ever been to. We roll up on it. There's 17 deer. There was like, a deer running across the tee box as we came running over across the, hill. the tee box, and then we looked over, and there was a bunch at the driving range, which is right to the right of it. Ton of deer out there, just hanging out, having fun, and uh, it was good though. Me and Rob, what what we did is we decided to say the best score and worst score of the day were on a team, and then the two middle scores were on a team. So Rob shot a 99, I shot a 105, you shot a 111. Uh, at Oak Creek, and then um, so myself and Rob are on a team. Team perspective, <laughs> and then and then Matt and Mike are on a team. Eminem, team Eminem. Yep. So uh, Eminem McGillicuddy, actually. Yeah. Yes. Um. So we played a little match play. Um. I think Matt and Mike ended up winning by two holes, even though we didn't. You guys Life. were up two, right? We went up yeah. too early, and right. then we, then we, uh, you guys brought it back, and well, it was it, it was even for like four more holes, yeah. And then me and Rob won back to back holes, brought it back to even, mm-hmm. and then we just completely shit the bed. <laughs> and uh, actually, going, it was hole eight and nine. You guys won the next two, yeah. So we were like, oh, we'll stop, we'll, you know, knock out the front nine, being even, but you guys won eight and nine. You guys won one and two in eight nine. Yeah. And then we won two in the middle. Ten and eleven were even. 70, Seventeen and eighteen, we all we kind of played to get right out of there, because um, they said we had to get the golf carts back by six thirty, and uh, we were running short on time. We were running short on daylight. Yeah, it was. But I will tell you, hit on eighteen is a downhill, straight downhill par three. Um, 165, I think it plays like at 150 or something like that, 140. Well, I thought it was like 175 playing 150. Maybe. Like yeah, it yeah, it, played it, more true than 170 just because the wind. The actually, wind we, we did have some wind, yeah. Dead in the face. Yep. Yeah. And, I mean, let's be honest, we didn't really play 18 because it was dark. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, we were just kind of just. Oh, like, we were hitting balls. We were yeah. putting off the tee. I mean, I was going to say, let's be honest. Like we all, we my, all my hit drive putter was shots. with my putter. Yeah, yeah. we all hit putter you know? shots off the tee because it's that downhill. Texas it, wedge from 170 but it, yards. But it was fun, though. It was really fun. And Matt almost made the green with his Texas wedge. Yeah. God, I cannot tell you how much I hate this guy. <laughs> when it comes to golf. <laughs> he just pisses me off. So, anyways, it was a great day. Phenomenal, right? We wake up, we drink a cup of coffee, we get going, hit the road, we're having fun. We get to um, Sedona maybe 40, 50 minutes before our tea time. Order breakfast. I I don't even want to talk about it. And then show up to the tea time right at our tea time because of breakfast. Yeah. So we get to the box and we just fucking tee off and... Just the views today were absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it was a good track. The time today was absolutely awesome. Good company, dude. They, good these company. guys are awesome. These Patriots right here are probably some of the best Patriots I, I'll ever hang around. Good stuff, dude. Good stuff. Yeah, great day. Absolutely great day. It was a great day. Uh, we're all tired. I, I wanted to do this podcast. 
three of these other guys are about about halfway asleep right now. <laughs> but I'm forcing them to get in here, get a little perspective going, get just throw their two cents. Let's go, because I know you guys, you, I know our our followers. You guys are wanting to know about our guys trip. We were talking about it all last night. So you guys want to know? This is what happened. It was a great day. Yeah. I think what's really awesome about this is I lost one ball at Oak Creek and that has never happened one ball yeah and it was Rob's ball a lot of houses too there's you know there's a tight couple tight fairways fairways are tight and I will say probably out of all the four par fours and fives I out drove Matt maybe all holes except for a few of them yeah no you hit your driver well today I was crushing it today. Yeah, so good. you know what else you changes. lost was your wallet. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. About that. It was uh, about really that. Convenient. Yeah, about halfway he to. He lost his wallet all day. Halfway to Sedona, he's like, "Oh no, I don't, I don't have my wallet." <laughs> like, God damn it! He had a full ride today. <laughs> I had all my golf paid for, all my drinks. I got a f- almost a full tank of gas, which Rob, you got to fill top it oh, off tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to top it off tomorrow, bro. I mean, you can't just do a little halfway McGillicuddy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, it, I, di- I did. I forgot my wallet. I was in a daze this morning. A little hungover. A little hungover. Just so excited to go. And I forgot my freaking wallet. So about 45 minutes into the drive, you realized what was hilarious though, is I told Mike, you know, like, Hey, I'll pay for Oak Creek, you know, no big deal. 122 bucks around a person. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you got me, bro. (laughs) And he's like, you're a terrible friend. (laughs) You're a terrible friend. I'm like, I take a second mortgage out on the house for that round. Yeah. That was by far the most expensive round I paid for out yeah. of your own pocket, at least. Out of your own pocket? Yeah. What was Coeur d'Alene like? See, I, I think I paid something similar yeah. to Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. BlackRock? Uh, BlackRock, I didn't pay anything because, you know, because I know the owners. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, over at, and then I played with someone at Rock Creek, a friend of mine that is a member there, so I was able to get on. Just jump on. But I played over at uh, Circling Raven which is like an Indian casino up there. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember what it was, but I think it was like 100 bucks a round or something like that. So I would say probably today was probably the most expensive round ever. Wow. But I'll tell you, what a beautiful course. Yeah. Dude, I'll I'm tell you what, they kept that, that course up. Well manicured, Yeah, sure. Well manicured. The people were nice. Yeah. Um, you know, the food. To, we, we called ahead of time and was like, hey, what, what kind of quick food? breakfast do you have because we were wondering if we need to stop in Flagstaff and they said nope we got the burritos we got the sandwiches that are ready to go and we ended up waiting like 25-30 minutes for our burritos but honestly the burritos are great I was going to say but they were delicious they were fantastic <laughs> Yeah, I still have the grease fresh, on my shorts fresh it was great making fresh eggs for us yeah. so, so then um, we finished up in Williams and uh, we went into town into Williams and we went and ate at the historic Barrels ba- and Bottles Barrel and Bottle I think it was called something like that a brewery in town in like right in downtown Williams had some awesome food 
Just the food relax. Was really good. Dude, really that good. That That's cheese. why these guys are like all on their backs right now. Yeah. It's because the food was just super fire, heavy. Wood fire uh, mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese with pulled pork oh, on top. So good. It was delicious. It was really good, but it was fun. I highly recommend that place. Yeah. I told yeah. Amanda that we have to go back there. I'm going to take her there because yeah. food was. Yeah. I mean, the, the cool thing about Williams where we live, though. It's like Rob did. You, you do a day trip. Go right. up there for the day. Fucking eat breakfast. Go play 18. Right. Go back, eat dinner, whatever. I mean, it, 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 it's good stuff, man. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's close. Close to town. I think, what, two-hour drive, two-and-a-half-hour drive, something like that. Right. So it's not bad. It's not bad. So, um, so we get back here, and we were watching the UFC fights, so we kind of wanted to talk about the UFC fights a little bit. Um... So the what what's his name the Polish guy? Uh, yeah, you know it's pronounced a lot different than it looks. Bro, <laughs> Jan Aaron Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> Jan like Jan Jan Brockovich like jogging. You yeah, know, yeah. It's a, it's a soft, soft J. J yeah. It's a soft J. Jan. It's this new fad. Blackowitz. Yeah. Blackowitz. Blahosevich. Blahosevich. Yeah, I don't know. Jan's Hans Peppers and Eggs, you know. So he looked really good tonight. <laughs> he did. That guy. <laughs> Blah. He looked like eggs and bacon. from Street Fighter. Yangief. Like he shaved his chest, though. Yeah. No, he dominated Rams. I must destroy you. <laughs> Almost Russian. It was good, dude. He he destroyed. It wasn't even a fight, right? No. I mean, both of the, the, the main events. Well, we're, we're not even a fight. Events, you're sitting there thinking, oh, man, these are going to be great fights, but both of them are completely lopsided. One-sided, yeah, for sure. So we wa- we watched the um, that fight. We watched the fights before, which were really good. Um, and then um, we watched Aaron Brockovich fight. He was great. Fucking won the belt. Calls out John Called Jones. out John Jones, which... We don't quit here. What do you say? We don't... We don't we're quit. We're not quitters. Something like don't that. Be a quitter. I just want to know where John jo- John Jones is at, which I don't know if that's the smartest thing, in my opinion. But he hit John Jones like he hit that dude tonight. John Jones. And what was that? That was light heavyweight. Yeah. yeah. That was a light heavyweight title. Two hundred five. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, the fight everyone was talking about was Adesanya. Yeah. And Costa. For Costa. Costa. Yeah. Um and both undefeated. Both went into the fight. Costa was fucking jacked. I mean, the, what Rob said it perfectly. Physical specimen out he of is. Brazil. And he probably should have took Adesanya to the ground or tried to. Yeah. He stood it, it, up with them. Was it the Wayans or something like that? He came out with his black belt, throws a white belt in uh yeah. Adesanya's face. He, he, but then he, he doesn't even try to take him down. Yeah, he lifted up his black he lifted up his shirt to show his black belt, fucking tied it, and then went in his pocket, got his white belt out and threw it at Adesanya. Not a smart not a smart move. So a lot of shit talking, a lot of stuff like that and uh well, and I mean that's the thing you know, that's the thing, like Rob said, you talk all that shit like, Hey, I'm a black belt and then you don't even try and take him down. Right? You don't even like, try and take him down. Well your jujitsu as as a black belt, you're you're fucking good. But in all honesty, as a black belt, like your whole thing is like you get close, you get close, and then you get the takedown. 
Adesanya didn't even let yeah, him get he, anywhere he wasn't even near him. him. Get close. You know, I never really liked uh, some of the behavior that Anderson Silva used to do, where he'd get in there and get all cocky, you know, get all cocky and everything. Yep. So yep. Chris Weidman knocked him out when he was acting like that was clown. the best, best thing ever, right? Oh, yeah. So the, the, Paulo Costa goes in there doing the same shit that that uh, Anderson Silva used to do, and he gets his ass beat. And I mean, gets his ass beat. And it's like, why go in there and be disrespectful and act like a clown? There's nothing more satisfying for a viewer yes. to watch someone showboat and get their ass kicked. Yeah, the instant karma fights, right? Yeah. Someone doing... That guy ain't going to be able to walk on that leg for at least a week. His calf oh is God. destroyed. Yeah. His knee. His knee. I mean, yeah, it's gone. His knee was first... like, kick. he was asking for it. He was like, yeah. bring it. Like, what, what's hilarious is the announcer was like, that leg is trash. Yeah. yeah. On air. He said, like, you know, trash. that his leg knee, is his trash. His knee was like the size of a watermelon by the end of the fight. I mean, yeah. it was just, it was massive. It was pretty gross. Oh, God. <laughs> it's pretty gross. It's almost like one of those things that you put on, like, uh, Instagram, escaping death or savage paramedics. Like, savage paramedics. Yeah, what, where did this injury come from? And then they list, like, four things and you have to guess. Like, yeah. fingers, like, cut off and all this stuff. Was it, uh... You know, was he climbing a tree and fell? <laughs> was he fucking flipping chainsaws in the air? Or did he fight Adesanya? Flipping chainsaws. Ah, <laughs> oh, he fought Adesanya, yeah. That's right. his leg is mangled. Well, what about Reyes during that fight? Reyes' rib, yep. His oh. ribs. That, I mean, they've got to be broken. There's no, there's no way you get kicked that hard that well, many times. I know for sure his nose is broken. Oh. That thing is smeared all over his face. God, that was nasty. I don't think your nose is supposed... You're not supposed to be able to smell your own ear. <laughs> and I think he could. That, oh, I man. think he said that. He's like, oh, I got too much wax in my ear. <laughs> you shouldn't know that. The doctor tells you that. So, I don't know. Uh, just... Uh, all-around good day. Um, I will have to say I have to bring up a shout-out to A-Train, uh, my other Patriot Aaron, that we were talking about the best sports movies of all time, and he brought up Varsity Blues. And that is one of the that It's one of the greats, right? I mean, no one can really deny that, right? I mean, what do you guys think? So, A-Trains was Varsity Blues, um, Caddyshack, and Remember the Titans, but we talked about those. But then on the way, when I got that text, we, we I got that text on the way when we were on our way to Oak Creek, because Aaron's like, oh, I had to go to sleep last night, it was too late to watch you guys. But, um, then we started talking, we, we were bringing on more, and Mighty Ducks came. And Mighty Ducks is a classic, right? I mean... Not two, not three. I don't know if they have four yet, but it's one with Emilio, right? Yeah. Yes. Emilio. So Emilio. <laughs> so I want to know: Did we ever bring up the Sandlot? No, no, we, we didn't. didn't. That's, that's that is the yeah fucking one of my there. top three sports movies 100%. of all time. That is love that movie. That is a great movie. Rookie of the year. I mean, uh, we. Bad News We're Bears. Real, Bad News Bears with not the new one. Not with, with, uh, with uh, Billy, Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. The, the original. old school one with Walter Matthau. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even we didn't even touch 
Yeah, there's there's so many. So many. Right? So many. The program. I I tried to bring up the program. And there, someone was like, nah, I thought, come on, that's a great movie. The program's one of the better football movies. Yeah. What about the uh, the remake um, with Adam Sandler in Longest jail? Longest Yard. Longest Yard, yeah, the remake. Invincible. Invincible, Mark Wahlberg. 13-incher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that was a different movie. Different Mark Wahlberg like movie. A tripod. <laughs> tripod. Literally just held a baby's arm in there. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. I'm going to have to watch it. Cause yeah, especially with you. your crush on Heather Graham. I know. Or old crush on Heather Graham. That's good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, um... <laughs> I wanted to talk about where we're going with this podcast. All right. So we we kind of were talking today, like doing spinoffs of the podcast where we just talk about golf or, or something, you know, like perspective or something like that. So I want to get your guys' take. So, um, for our listeners out there, leave, leave some reviews out there. Let it like honestly, let us know what you want us to talk about because the first few we got super deep into politics, and then some of these are kind of goofy. But you know, we we're gonna start ending the podcast with dad jokes. We're we're gonna like we want this podcast to be for like I don't know like what what demographic are we trying to reach right now? Where like to you. Who are we trying to reach? Well, that's a pretty good question. I would say uh, the regular average, you know, working class American, you know, okay. someone, you know, we always say that, uh, you know, we sit here and go about our lives like everyday folks. And there's always that question, how can we make an impact on anything or are we just consumers, right? And so uh, if we could just do a appeal to regular old folks just like us you know i think i think that's uh and then of course i'm always trying to help people gain perspective yeah so you know i, th- I like the feedback on comments reviews stuff like that because i always want to know everybody's perspective that's it's not always to be the same as mine but if i can share mine with everybody else and i mean it's just a good time. So that that's like some of the things I'm thinking about is like if we can do to where we have like an umbrella podcast where the Whiskey Friday podcast, that's me and Mike on the couch in our driveway. This is we've been doing this for a year. We've had some amazing conversations out there. Why not put it out to everybody? You want to listen to it? It's entertaining. It is what it is. But we do like a little couple spinoffs. I love the idea of from birdie to bogey. That's Matt all day, right? Matt's fucking going. We're, we're on with him every so often. He, we're talking golf, whatever it is, the, the hot topic of the day. Maybe it's some new clubs. We're talking about the bomb text that I'm about to get. Sorry, babe. Um, <laughs> you know, like all this stuff or, or, you know, courses we're playing all this stuff. Like just yeah. that's, that's all golf related. But then we have another one called Rob's Perspective, where some of us go on every so often. We bring up one topic and we really dive deep.
deep into it. Like, get into it. Really let people know, like, why we're doing it. And a lot of it would be leadership-based. You know what I mean? So any leadership-style questions, just kind of get get in there, di- dive in, in, the, in the weeds, and get, get real deep into that. So I don't know. Like, I really want you guys to leave some comments and let us know what we should be talking about. Because uh, Rob, his perspective of who we should be hitting. Matt, who do you think this podcast should be hitting? Like, what Like, what do you think we should be doing? Um, you know, I mean, I agree with Rob, you know. Just the working class Americans, you know. Just, uh, you know, maybe keeping some people that informed, you know, that... Uh, Maybe hitting some of the even the younger people, you know, the the twenty one to twenty five year olds that may not know as much about, uh, especially when you guys get into your political views. Just give them a different perspective yeah. on what's you know, they, yeah. some 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 stuff that they do not, you know, they're not they don't realize is going on in the world. Well, you think about it, these young kids. I mean, I've got seventeen year old son that, uh, you know, obviously he's conservative like I am, but he's always scratching his head at how brainwashed, you know, all the kids at school are by pop culture, by, you know, the celebrities and, you know, these musicians and all these Hollywood types. And so they believe it. They just believe anything the internet says, what's on Facebook, whatever. But we know better because we're the ones that have to pay the taxes. We're the ones that have to live by the rules. These kids don't, they don't have to live by those rules. They live in some fantasy land that Hollywood told them. Yeah. But we're the ones in the trenches, you know, paying the taxes and voting laws. And we're the ones that are deeply affected in our businesses and stuff like that by these weird things yeah. these politicians are always trying to do to us. And, I mean, I think that if we can put it out there and, like Matt says, appeal to the younger crowd and give them some perspective, you know, maybe they can start asking more questions instead of just being the sheep and following the the other exactly. land so exactly. that brings up a great point because um it, it, I, I don't want to get too deep but when you go at somebody that has their views and you're like matt i'm gonna change your views right now automatically boom wall goes up so whatever i even have to say it's gonna be very hard for you to hear so with that being said if we can appeal to some younger crowds, like say a lot of people love Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan never really dove into politics when he first started getting a podcast. He dove into, you know, conspiracies, random stuff. He built his base. Then he started talking about it. Then he started talking about that. So if I'm going to do a podcast right now and I'm going to say, all right, we're going to be a conservative podcast. We're going to talk about how awesome Trump is and how shitty Biden is, how awesome conservatism is, and how shitty fucking liberals are. All the liberals, they're, they're not going to watch it. They're not going to listen to it. So there's, you can't reach them. No, and I'll tell you, for me personally, I've got people in my life that I love with all my heart that are all the way the other direction. Yeah. And... Uh, so for me, I'm the type of person that I'm not going to be like, no, the right, you know, right wing, right way, red all the way, whatever. I don't do that. 
but I have yet been able to sit down and have a open conversation with one of these people. Now, a couple of them I've avoided altogether just because I don't want that kind of tension. But I would welcome a conversation with some of these, someone that is just as far left as we are right. I would welcome them, maybe even have them on the podcast and say, all right, my mind is open. Sell me. What do you got? What is it that you believe in? How, you know, and have an open conversation. That's a lot like Stephen Crowder does. Trump's not a racist. Change my mind. Right? Change my mind. Let's let's hear what you have to say. What what the society has lost is the ability to debate. The ability to have an open conversation without screaming and yelling at each other. Right. It's very odd. It is really weird what's going on. Um, I have my own takes on, on why it is the way it is. But anymore, you can't have a debate with people on opposing views what what has happened is like now all of a sudden if you have an opposing view and get get rid of the political stuff now this is all everything there's some people if you said if i walked up to somebody who's a playstation fan and i'm an xbox fan and i said hey xbox is better they're gonna scream and yell until they fucking walk away and that there's no conversation about okay, well, why is PlayStation better? Why is Xbox better? They they have lost this complete ability to sit down and talk with somebody. So that's what I'm saying is like, what I want the Whiskey Friday podcast to be, and Mike chime in because this is your podcast too. So I want this to be a fun, <laughs> hilarious podcast that is just like. People can, no matter what you can do, you can laugh and have a, a blast with. Yeah, People want to listen. We got to be able to make fun of ourselves. So that too, means right? another thing, right? So you have another down trace off of that. So you have the perspective, leadership. You have the golf aspect, but then you, then we can like have another down trace of that. That's like conspiracy, political, fucking conversations, all that stuff. We can have that. What like what? When we talked about this in the beginning and we decided to do this, what in your mind were you trying to, like, do? Well, I mean, I think, you know, the main thing was just, you know, getting our, just our banter and, you know, like Aaron said, we've we've had some really good, deep, funny, just every kind of conversation. Left field. Yeah. Just between the two of us, and it was like, you know, one night we were just sitting out there, and it was like, shit, why don't we just start a podcast and put this out there? Like, you know, it's it's fun. It's, you know, we just sit there and bullshit like yeah. friends do, you know. Dads, guys, you know, buddies, whatever, you know, we just you, know, you sit there. And I think that's, that's where I wanted it to go, and I want it to go. And I'm not saying it's not there, but, you know, kind of like your brother said, Sometimes we do get a little too political or we'll get a little too onto one subject yeah. and we kind of get away from that. Just the guys Real conversation. Out. Yeah. Just the guys hanging out bullshitting. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's basically it. You know, I just, I want it to, I want it so, to stay just a, a normal. Yeah. You know? 
So I, I think um, I think we're gonna start doing this thing to where like, not worry about show notes, as much as like we'll we'll like bring stuff up and like research and talk about stuff, because Matt has a really good conversation for next week, ready to go. Hopefully you can make it. Yeah. All right. Um, and we'll we'll dive into a little conspiracy, right there, but when when I envision this. And I even talked to my brother about this yesterday, or the day, no, it was yesterday. I want to reach dads. I want to reach dads. So, my whole goal in doing this podcast is I want to reach dads that are doing exactly what we are doing. You have dads that cannot wait, Friday, Saturday night, they can't wait for their kids to go to sleep. So they can either hang out with their wife or they hang out with their neighbor, they go outside, they do the neighborly thing, their kids are asleep, and they're just fucking long week, they're beat, they're, you know, they're mentally tired, they want to fucking just relax. So that's who I'm trying to reach. And I want to reach them, I want I want them to be able to, like, wake up on a Saturday, or even wait till Saturday night when the podcast comes out. You know, podcast usually comes out. It's on Apple Podcasts, if you didn't know. Um, but just just to be able to listen to a funny conversation that they can relate to. They can relate to. So I don't know if our podcast is going the right way. I know we've gotten some good reviews. My, the guy, Aaron, that um, was brought up earlier. He was cracking up over a lot of our conversations. And you know when the conversation gets good? Is honestly when we get drunk and yeah. we're just fucking blabbering about <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean that's when it's the when we're drunk and we're trying to talk about a topic, we're way off base because <laughs> we can't. No, no one can get their point across. It's uh, it takes me thirty two minutes to get a sentence out. I mean it, it's terrible. But when we're just like the banter, like you talked about, like that is what the real. I want to bring what the whiskey friday is all about whiskey friday has always been about sitting around bsing with friends good conversation good company keep it authentic keep it authentic yeah so that's that's my like kind of like my realm of things son of a bitch i'm in you son (laughs) of a bitch i'm in so um with, with that said hey this is gonna be a quick podcast i think we'll get off here in a few because these guys are literally dying by the second <laughs> i'm so tired yeah i'm exhausted was- i feel like i could play 18 again i you guys are fucking weak people i don't know why i associate with you it was a long day yeah so what i i'm so excited about today I, like, I can't get over it. It was a great day. Great day. It was. Phenomenal. Yes. So, with that being said, um, it is kind of odd, though. I bought a... Um, <laughs> it was really weird. There's a drug dealer on the street, and I bought a pair of shoes from him. And I don't know what he laced them with, but I've been tripping... All day. See you guys.